This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Episode of Podcasters of Shield, Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk more Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus. It is episode five, the second to last episode. Uh, that went by so quick. Uh, I mean, I guess it was gonna go by quick. It was only six episodes, but uh, I mean, at least there's Loki to look forward to. Even though I feel like Loki is. That's like what July or I June? I think so. It's late. It's, late in the, it's in the summer. Yeah. Oh, don't like that feeling at all. Like I wish <laughs> they would just keep rolling with these shows. Like I need things to do, guys. Uh, <laughs> you need to. I'm relying on you to fill my days. Yeah, I need you to keep me entertained. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, June 11th. Okay. So. We've got to go through the rest of April, and we've got to go through May and a couple, you know, the early weeks of June. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'll feel like a lifetime. But I, I, I think it's only just because I'm, um, I think like we're getting like the double whammy here of as this show goes on, I'm enjoying it more. Like yep. the first yep. few episodes, like this, this show has really followed. It really does play a little bit more like a movie where, Mm -hmm. I mean, a long movie, it's like almost a six hour movie, but it does play more like a movie where it kind of slowly ramps up where you're like, okay, like this is all right, but you know, let's see where it goes. And as it builds, it gets better. And I think the show continues to do that. And then Loki looks like it's so much fun. I just, I mean, they could start Loki in two weeks and I would be. Uh, very happy, but I understand. Yep. Uh, I'm sh- that show looks like it is a lot more visual effects heavy than this one is. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. although we did get to see quite a bit in this episode, um, we did. They packed a lot into this one, but uh, I guess let's dive into it real quick. Episode five of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier called Truth. 
And we pick up right where we left off. Uh, Sam and Bucky catch up with John Walker post-murder. He still has his bloody shield with him, and they demand the shield from Walker. He is not willing to give it up, and this begins a fight in which Walker destroys Sam's falcon suit. He literally tears the wings off. The fight ends with Sam and Bucky taking the shield and breaking Walker's arm. Bucky finds Zemo in Sokovia and hands him over to the Dora Milaje, while John Walker ends up facing the consequences of his actions due to his his long period, I guess his long history of military decorations. He receives an other than honorable discharge. There are mm-hmm. many discharge tiers. Um, dishonorable being the one that you would presume he would get. But because of his long uh, record of service, they give him an other than honorable discharge, which uh, I believe does strip him of many of his yeah. rights as a military person, but not all of them. I think he mm-hmm. gets... Uh, I actually read up on this. It's not like it's important to the show, but I do believe he would still get like VA rights. Uh, so if he needed to go to like the VA for like health and other things like that, but um, I don't think he gets the money. And also, of course, he is stripped of his role as Captain America, even though he mm-hmm. insists that he is still Captain America. Afterwards, yeah. Walker and his, I'm not sure, girlfriend or wife. I feel like they didn't really clarify any of I, that I thought it was his wife because then when the surprise character appears, yes. he refers to her as his wife. Oh, d- does she? Okay, then I guess yep. it's his wife. Uh, but yeah, they are approached by uh, Val, although don't call her that. Her name is Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, Aurora. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise known as Val, played by Julia Louis Dreyfus. Literally which, screamed. Literally screamed when I saw her. So like, yes. great. <laughs> yep. Uh, Sam leaves. Uh, meanwhile, Sam leaves his damaged wingsuit with uh, his buddy Torres, who, as I think we discussed earlier in this podcast, uh, does become Falcon in the comics. Uh, he's like, what do you want me to do with this? And he's like, you can keep it. Uh, meanwhile, Uh, Sam goes back to Baltimore and visits with Isaiah Bradley, who states his belief that a black man cannot and should not be Captain America. Sam then returns home to help fix the family boat with assistance from several locals, as well as Bucky, who has caught up with him and delivers him a briefcase from the Wakandans uh, to Sam. Uh, Meanwhile, Bucky and Sam train with the shield and agree to move on from their pasts and work together. Meanwhile, the Flag Smashers are planning an attack on the GRC conference, and they are joined by Batrock the Leaper, who we saw in the very first episode of this show. Uh, Clearly, he survived his leaping from the plane uh, (laughs) when it exploded. Uh, And it is revealed that he has been hired to help the Flag Smashers by Sharon Carter. And Aurora, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a mid-credit scene as well. There is a mid-credit scene where we see John Walker building himself a new shield from scrap and his war medals. Let's just call it what it is. He was 
cosplaying. It's yeah. Making his cosplay. Out. Yeah. Like you can go on YouTube and see any number of people making like a Captain America shield. That's literally what he yeah. did. Luckily for him, he has super soldier stuff in him now. Like I feel like his shield will not hold up to the vibranium in Cap mm-hmm. shield. Uh, but I feel like it is more symbolic uh, yeah. than sturdy in this case. But what did you think of episode five, Aurora? Well, like you said, this episode had a lot of things going on. And I mm. feel like because the next one is going to be the final one. Yep. It felt like they were like trying to wrap a lot of things up. Yes. Or set them, not wrap them up, but set them up for the yes. next one. Yes, set them up for a wrap up. Yes. yes. So it took me out, like it, it, it felt at some point... I was like when the, um, when we see at the end the GRC they're having the meeting and the lights go red. Yeah. At that po- point, I was like, wait, how long is this episode? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, are they going to keep going? Yeah. It's so long, but mm-hmm. there were uh, there were a, a lot of good scenes. But yes. I just have to point out, if you have Bucky come in with mm-hmm. that very cool kind of like suitcase and tells you hey the Wakandans did something for you and it's in here yeah I would open that immediately <laughs> right away yes <laughs> right away I want to know what it is mm-hmm. the whole episode they were teasing it and I the whole episode I was like just open it I want to see what is inside and have they ever made anything that, that was cool. not cool right exactly and then they leave us with that, that cliffhanger mm-hmm. I was like how dare you Yes. <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, the what uh, do you think it is? I am I am almost positive. I'm almost po- at first. I thought because of the shape of it, for some reason, I'm like, I wonder if it's like a new like set of wings, like vibranium mm-hmm. wings or mm-hmm. something. But that scene where he told Torres to keep the wings, right. To me, it feels like obviously this is building towards him accepting the mantle of Captain America. I think it's a cap suit. Like I think Wakanda built him like a Captain America suit. Whether mm-hmm. whether or not it'll be very red, white, and bluish, I don't know exactly. Like I don't know, but I feel like they they made him a suit, like similar to like the Black Panther suit um, or something okay. like that. I I feel like that's what it is because uh, I assume we see him take fully take the mantle in, in the last episode. Um, I, yeah, I feel like it might be a new shield. It could be. Yeah. Because I mean, we had that set up with when he has that amazing conversation with Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, you know, delivers that powerful line of, you know, then there will never, there will never be a black uh, Captain America and mm-hmm. no self-respecting uh, black men would ever do it either. Yeah. Um, and he talks about, you know, the history of that shield. So I think that was kind of like a setup mm-hmm. for us to know that he he will have a shield, but it it will not be the same one. That's quite possibly true as well. Although the, it felt like the case seems too small for that, but I don't know. I mean, um, I do like. I mean, I love that whole scene with Sam and Isaiah Bradley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was amazing and very emotional. And it set, but it set up the. I don't think it set up the direction Sam is going going to go. Uh, because, I mean, just like just like any group of people, like no one race is a monolith. Like this is how Isaiah Bradley views it. 
Um, and he has, uh, and he's not wrong. It's not like a matter of right or wrong. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely right to believe what he believes from his perspective. And then you've got Sam on the other side, like you, like when he's back with his, it almost feels like he went to these two places to get two different perspectives because he doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like you've got Isaiah's perspective, which is absolutely valid. And you've kind of got this other side where I think he's sort of feeling like, um, I sort of feel like maybe he's thinking if I don't take up this man, cause he's, I think he said it at one point. He's like, I'm one of those people where like, I just don't want to give up the fight. Like if I can keep trying to make a difference or trying to make a change or something, I will. And I think that's the other option. He can take up the mantle and continue to push for change to make it fully representative of everybody and not just white people or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm so glad they had that conversation. Uh, I'm so glad we kind of got those juxtaposing scenes. Uh, I loved the the fight at the beginning of this kind of felt a little bit like the three-way fight from Captain America Civil War. So I liked those vibes a little bit. But it was kind of scary to see that this guy is willing to kill Sam and Bucky. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, he was done. Yeah, he he would kill anybody, I think, uh, in order... I mean, he's... Um, I, I like I don't want to say he's evil necessarily, yeah. but I mean because th- we do get I mean, a scene. But I think we I do- think that scene where he was like getting the dis- the whatever the other discharge. than honorable discharge, other than honorable, yeah. <laughs> um, it portrayed perfectly how why he is the way he is. Like he was used by the government, and a lot of pressure was put on him. Mm-hmm. With no guidance yeah. or anything. Yep. Um, so it's. I think it's a product of the people that used him. That's it. No, that's entirely possible. I yeah. think um, he's absolutely not like evil. Evil. He's definitely more. There's more gray uh, mm-hmm. about his character. He's not a good person. But um, it's a, yeah. It's a little more gray than that. But he he is absolutely he was absolutely willing to kill those guys. It was a killer be killed. Yeah, yeah. For him, I can't, it was. I can't wait to see the the outfit and the shield that he makes because if he looks amazing, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> How um, does he have all this equipment to right? do amazing stuff? Like, it better look like someone cosplaying him. A lot of people have welding skills in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed. mean that when he was like the last shot of that, like. Uh, after credit scene was him like painting spray painting the shield and it mm-hmm. was like that looks amazing how right? did you do that maybe he mods video game consoles in his spare time <laughs> like he's just really handy uh this is something we didn't know about him or yeah. or maybe this is a side effect of the super soldier serum like you just become good at other things oh That'd that be nice. could be it. <laughs> you just become <laughs> That's good at side effect. Stuff. And side effect is you become amazing at cosplaying. <laughs> yes. He's just really good at just making stuff. Like he, maybe he can paint really maybe he could like create really wonderful works of art. Like, who knows, Aurora? Anything's possible with Super Soldier Serum. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh I thought that was great. The introduction of Val. Uh interesting fact that was sort of uh that sort of came from this. Her first appearance was supposed to be in the Black Widow movie. Um, mm. So she appears there as well. And it's uncertain. The movie got pushed 
obviously, and who knows if there's if they've gone through any edits. Who I don't know if she's still in the movie. She was she filmed stuff for the movie. Presumably, she will still be in it. Uh, but that came out that she was supposed to be in there. Uh, some people have sort of uh, likened her appearance in this episode to kind of being like a mirror universe Nick Fury, kind of. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe that is something that we can expect out of her. She may be the power broker. Um, she, it still might, I know that would up, well, I mean, I don't know if, if that would upset you. I know it would upset you more if it was, if it wasn't Sharon Carter, but right. if Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the power broker, I'm also okay with this. Yeah, yeah. That being said, uh, people have pointed out in the comic books that, uh, Val had started her own group and one of her partners was Sharon Carter. So Ooh, okay. they could be, maybe she's the power broker and Sharon works for her. Or mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe they're both the power broker. Um, like yeah, maybe the power partners. broker is a group. Yeah, I mean, in the comics, yeah. it is a group. Um, yeah. So it, it could be any one of those things. Uh, I like how at one point, Aurora, this episode just sort of stops. And we go to Louisiana and it's Sam yeah. and Bucky refurbish a boat. Yes. Like we just get a little bit of relaxation. We yeah, get we like see Bucky flirting with his <laughs> Sam's sister. Oh man. <laughs> there are a couple of times real funny moments where he uh I, I don't even know if he legit is flirting with her because she think he thinks she's pretty, or if or if he's doing it just because he knows it gets under Sam's skin. I think it's both. It could be both. <laughs> um there's a really sweet moment where Bucky wakes up on the couch. In mm-hmm. Sam's sister's house, and sees Sam's uh, nephews playing, like play fighting with Cap Shield, and he smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of sweet moments like that as well. So, uh, what do you, what do you think about uh, Sharon hiring help for the Flag Smashers? Because it seems like that would make her not the power broker. Because she's the power oh. broker, sort of hates the Flag Smashers. I don't know. I mean, that confused me, but at the same time, I think it could be a strategy. Or a setup. A setup, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, you know, she's aware that they're going to do an attack. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's setting them up to fail. Ah. That's what I thought, but I don't know. I hope she's not evil. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I don't want her to be evil, but, um, you know, a lot of things have changed in the world. Sharon... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Bucky did say she's kind of a jerk now, or whatever he said. Uh, so it's possible. It's possible. I mean, the, the leader, the leader, Carly, mm-hmm. she is losing it. Oh yeah, she I, she already lost the the original mission of mm-hmm. it, right? And you can see it with her, like the 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 people that are following her. Some of them you can see in their faces that they're questioning her decisions. Yeah. Um. I- so it, I I feel like it could be a setup. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. possible. Uh, I feel like she will be like the opposite of John Walker, where I think John Walker is just going to lose it, lose it, and there's no coming back for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like the end the end goal here is that Sam manages to bring Carly back from the brink before she goes to a place she can't come back from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think. I mean, that's we talked the... we talked about this before. This yep. character, Sam, he has such an amazing way of 
just talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like he has such a, a natural way of just making people feel comfortable. I, yes. I feel like when he was talking with uh, Bucky when they were practicing with the shield, it mm-hmm. was just such a soothing, calm yes. way of talking. I felt so safe. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that's good. Like I'm ready for him to be Captain America. Like I, yes. I think really needed this show to be like, mm-hmm. um, like it's such a big mantle to take. And yeah. I feel like you need, you can't just have one guy give another guy a shield, especially when uh, Sam, who who's definitely not had nothing in the movies, but he hasn't nearly had as much as Chris Evans' Captain America has. Like, not right. enough to really flesh out a character. And I think he really needed this show. Like, now I'm ready. Like, yes, I can see this. Like, he won't be Steve Rogers, but he will be Captain America. And mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Just a yeah. different kind of good one. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely ready for that. Um, I liked, I also, I also like they did, they sort of did like the training montage where mm-hmm. he slowly got a little bit better because of course he doesn't have superpowers. So right. it took him quite a while to get good at catching the shield. But that was the best part because I mm. wish, <laughs> I know I. <laughs> bring up my husband a lot because he's just not a superhero fan at all mm-hmm. and he was just watching it with me and he saw the montage and he was like wait he doesn't have any superpowers and i was like no he doesn't. he's just working out really hard <laughs> to get good at being fast and strong and that is it which is kind of a superpower because not it everybody is. can run like that honestly yes <laughs> and yes. whenever i see anybody running like that i'm like they may as well be the flash because yes. like I, I cannot run like this. So to me, they are superpowered exactly. people. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really like this episode. Any final thoughts on episode five, Aurora? And what would you give it? I my only thought is that I, I'm I'm really looking forward to the final episode because I feel like they have a lot to like <laughs> really wrap up. Yeah, I mean they started <laughs> closing the loops on on mm-hmm. these loose ends, but they are not there yet. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. But I, I gave this episode a solid four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I ended up. Uh, I, I feel the same way as you. Really looking forward to the finale. Uh, this episode picked up right where it should have. Uh, they didn't let any time really sit between the horrible thing at the end of the last episode and the beginning of this one. And then they sort of de-escalated and are sort of building back up towards uh, the big finale. I was thinking four at first, but the more I thought about that scene with uh, uh, with Sam and Isaiah Bradley, I just loved. I, I loved it so much. I gave it a four and a half. So okay. I love this episode. I am very excited for the finale. I don't know for a fact that this is a one-off series. They may come back and do another season of this. Uh, I haven't heard anything mm-hmm. to suggest that it is done uh, after this. Like I was hearing with WandaVision ahead of time that it would be a like a one-and-done um, series. And that sort of makes sense. Um, but this, I feel like it's possible they could do more with it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we shall see. Um, okay, everybody. Uh, that's the podcast for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. We also have a Patreon if that sort of thing interests you. If you'd like to contribute in any way, shape, or form to the podcast, patreon.com slash cinemageekly is the address. 
uh, for that. And uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. The... It's episode six. It's the finale. Again, they don't give us the episode titles. Uh, just the finale. Just the finale. The, <laughs> I, you know what, Aurora? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bold and say to talk about the season finale, mm-hmm. not even series. I'm. I'm going bold. There's another season. <laughs> I'm calling it now. And uh, if I look stupid or if they announce something before I put this podcast up, I will just edit this out. <laughs>